everybody. Welcome to Buckeye BS here every Sunday as usual at 10 a.m. on the Best Day of Media Network. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? What's going on? Chilling, chilling, man. You know, <laughs> a nice long weekend that I got. Yeah, yeah. So, so while we're here, I do want to wish a happy Father's Day to Mike. You see them kids stressing him out with the gray in his beard, but you know he must he must be doing a good job. Then all all good jobs come with stress. But yeah, happy Father's Day, Day to the best at media too, and uh, locker boys, lots of kids out there. So yeah, happy yeah. Father's Day to everybody out there, and also happy Juneteenth for tomorrow. You know, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I did see the uh, the blackening, and um, they have this. Um, they have this card game. I didn't know. I didn't know it existed, but they have the card game on how how black you are. So I'm, I'm gonna have to pick that up. That'd be that'd be fun to play on Juneteenth. Like, nah, bro, you can't celebrate. You get these questions wrong. Hey, Chad, <laughs> is Q gonna be invited to the cookout? Let us know. <laughs> I was on mute. I was on mute to start the pod, you know, because this is our first episode and everything. But I just wanted to wish a happy Father's Day to Des and Terry in the chat. I know I've seen you guys in there. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers Absolutely. out there. And yeah, yeah. Uh, happy Juneteenth. Everybody enjoy their day off. And if uh, if you're not off tomorrow, you might want to start looking for a new company. <laughs> hey, for real, man. For real, man. Oh, man. But yeah, y'all, so... Today we're gonna we're gonna jump into some stuff. We're gonna talk some tradition talk. We got our two uh, Ohio recruits in in here that played ball there. So we want to jump into some tradition talk and obviously get their experience on growing up and playing football in Ohio. And we're gonna talk about the Glenville pipeline. We're gonna touch on a couple other things. But one thing I did want to start with, actually. Scratch that. One thing I really want to start with is this comment I got on the other day. See, oh, almost got so, as y'all were there, me and Chris did the state of the program. We did it. We graded the program. If you haven't seen it, go watch that. Ron said it was a banger, so I'll take his word for it. But great video. But this is this is the comment I got, and this joint is a little long, so I'm going to try to sum this up. Basically, this dude said this was a simplistic critique on a lot of things, but we live in a microwave generation where results are expected immediately. To disrespect Walden and Eliano's resume is nuts. You got a guy that coached Tennessee, three-star corners, and a dude that coached NFL pro bowlers and has their um, stamp of approval, basically. So, basically, he criticized me and Chris for saying Eliano and Tim Walden weren't the best in the country. Now, that was the point of the entire show, was grading them to the best coaches in the country at their position, and we gave them credit. Like, y'all all watched the show. Did we not give a balance of, yeah, they've done well here, but they haven't done well here and they got stuff to prove. Am I wrong on that? No, I, the critique was kind of out of left field, but that's usually how most of the comments <laughs> are on our page. But like the thing with these comments is it's always something about prefaced with our age and how young we are. And as a bunch of 30 year olds doing a podcast, I blush every time I see it. I fucking love it. So if you're going to criticize us, but tell me how young I look or call me a Gen Zer. I will gladly yeah. take your criticism to feel young every time I do the show. So shout out to all you people out there that tell us that we look like Gen Zers and we are microwave kids on this show because yep. we I'm love 20, it. I'm 21 with all these grades. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, Ron, let do TikTok dances, though. So if you see one on his TikTok, go ahead and cut those up and put them on, <laughs> on Twitter. But yeah, now nah, we're yeah, open to man, but. Man. 
Yeah, as man, as that, as that comment is crazy, man. Uh, but I, I will say this. That this is the thing. Our fan base has been conditioned from a lot of the beat writers of just all of these positive things, right? And then now you have guys who are putting some critiques and criticizing in areas, and they're not used to this. But guess what? Suck it up, because we're here, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to be 100% honest, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I agree. I, I have no f- feedback if it's fair. If it's like, okay, you went too far on that. It's like, all right, let me look back and see what I said. But to to say they've done the things that we said they've done on the show, I was just like, okay. I mean, we don't really have any uh, um, proof in a pudding, really, with either one of them at Ohio State, number one. And number two, Perry Eliano was coaching a different position at Cincinnati. So um as far as his track record at safety i mean that's pretty much spot on i mean we didn't have great safety play last year granted i don't think that we had good actual players playing safety last year so um i think what you said was spot on uh they just want to argue um and we appreciate it yeah like like they just want (laughs) to argue and they want to they want to be homers and stuff like that and so we're gonna we're gonna get shit like that and i appreciate the comment even though it wasn't very he didn't have much merit but um, thanks for tuning yeah, in. Yeah, I pre- we appreciate all comments. This is this is y'all channel as much as it's ours, so we can all you know voice our opinion and, and talk about it. And if you do put a comment in, we'll talk about it on the show. So there, there's there's proof right there. We won't pull just the negative ones. But okay, so let's get this thing going. I do want to start with the Elite Eleven that did happen this past week. A lot of traction on that, and I'm going to put the graphic up for the final rankings. Aaron Nolan was robbed, man. Highway robbery. <laughs> Disrespected at number three. Disrespected. Right, keep the graphic up there for a second. You gotta throw it back yeah. up. Uh, I don't need to see how mugs. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I want to get y'all opinion on the Elite Eleven. I know y'all watched it, and um, I I didn't get to see the live, so I want to get y'all opinion. What did y'all think on the Elite? Talk about all the quarterbacks, not they could be touched on the house here. Uh, oh, you want to start with me? Yeah, uh, I mean, honest <laughs> critique guy. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Elite 11 without shoulder pads. Uh, obviously, um, you're not able to see everything that you want to see, but you know, I want to say Julian saying he stood out, uh, Dylan Riola. Definitely stood out as well. Uh, he did. He performed a lot better than what I thought he was going to be, especially with some of his film that I haven't been able to find. So, you know, to be able to see him out there doing what he was doing, you know, what was good. Um, Air, uh, watching him make certain throws reminded me of how C.J. Stroud, you know, not saying that he is C.J. Stroud, but it showed me those kind of flashes and what we can expect. And I think that, He's right there where, you know, uh, he doesn't know too much, and Ryan Day can actually develop this type of guy. So. Ron, since you're going to jump in first. You go, go oh, no, because I you had mentioned that we watched the Elite 11, and I just wanted to plug the fact that we watched it all together on our Discord. Um, it's just like spaces. We could have unlimited speakers in there. We were able to stream the Elite 11 and watch that together. So I just wanted to plug that. The link to that's uh, in the description for today's video. So if you want to come hang out in spaces and, you know, watch some content like that with us together and be able to talk and engage, and we have a chat, 
pull up in the Discord. But we had a great time watching it, and I'm going to use my time on the pod today to apologize to two people. Well, one person. Dylan Ravioli. We have our jokes. We've made fun of him. Man, he looked great out there. Uh, I mean, he was throwing a ton of touchdowns during the um, during the seven on seven section. He looked good during his pro day session. And I'm not going to lie. I was trolling people all week asking which Georgia quarterback was going to score higher during the pro day and look better at Elite 11 because I thought it was going to be Pug. But Rayola looked great out there. He lived up to the billing. Um Aaron Nolan did fine. Julian Sane is Himothy. We've been saying that. Um, so, I mean, for a class that kind of gets criticized uh, for quarterback play, I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this class. I mean, you had DJ Lagway struggle a little bit, but I'm still a believer in that kid. I think he's going to have a fine career at Florida. So um, I think a lot of uh, kids lived up to their billing, and uh, the Elite 11 was a cool watch. What about you, Cam? Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike, I don't know if I'm going to go as far as CJ Stroud, but, uh, <clears throat> I like what I saw from the, uh, air. Uh, one thing that I was reading that was kind of a factor was when the kids were doing the seven on seven, considering they were all using the same wide receivers. So some of the beat was saying that like the guys were, some of the quarterbacks had guys gassed and they were throwing, they were dropping balls and some guys had guys healthy. I mean, uh, some guys with energy. So, um, also, I wish that our beat was on the scene more so we could see more film of um, air because we saw, like, every time freaking Dylan Riola strapped his shoes up from Georgia beat, you know what I mean? So it's like I saw every single rip of Riola. I didn't see any reps from fucking Aaron Nolan. So great job showcasing our quarterback, Ohio State beat. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, what I saw from Raiola, he had a he had a great deep ball. I mean, I saw four touchdowns all on nine routes, wide open. But um, I would like I didn't really get to see any any window throws or anything like that. But I mean, Elite Eleven is it, it did what it was supposed to do, showcase guys arm talent and, and things like that. Um, one person I want to shout out though, shout out Grunkmeyer, uh, Penn State recruit, uh, Columbus boy, showed out. Uh, there's lots of rumbles that he had the strongest arm at the competition. So. Um, great opportunity for some guys to get bumped up on the rankings and, and things like that. Hopefully, uh, Eric can end a five star going into the season. Yeah, and uh, Chris, I'm gonna need you to chill in the chat, calm, calm down there. But, um, yeah, man, obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah laugh in the middle. <laughs> Hello, we ain't got no more cheeseburgers. Oh, man, but yeah. Now I, I heard Gronkmeyer balled out. It's good to see that from Ohio quarterback. So so that that's dope. And um, from all accounts, man, I'm just glad everybody the who's who of these class of this class showed up and competed. Unlike last year, we had somebody who just you know couldn't be found at a camp. But I ain't gonna mention no names. So it, it was good to see that. But he'll be um, at the yeah. Manning Passing Academy again this year. So don't you worry. <laughs> Not gonna mention you no get names. that stamp of approval, man. Yeah, but um, in the chat, let me know if you thought somebody was MVP or you thought somebody balled out. Let us know, and we'll we'll keep it rolling. So, um, obviously, want to jump into some tradition talk, which I think has become a little bit of a fan favorite. I like seeing the videos with the old players and obviously our young and upcoming stars. So, we're gonna hop in tradition talk, but I want to open this up to um, Mike and Cam because you two obviously played football in Ohio, grew up with it. Uh, me and Ron were out of state, so we were cheering from afar. But 
you really understand what it's like to grow up in Ohio and want to play for Ohio State and get that dream offer and things like that. So we're going to clip to um, a video of uh, – you want to start with Jack Sawyer? Yeah, let's jump to Jack Sawyer. And then uh, he, Jack talks a little bit about his experience growing up in Ohio and what it means to play for Ohio State. So we're going to listen to Jack and then talk to – Two Ohio guys who also played in the state and what it means, you know, watching the Buckeyes your life as a football player. Columbus, man. I mean, how strong the fan base is here. And when you come, when you when you grow up in Columbus, everybody's a Buckeye fan. Mm -hmm. My family means everything to me. Mm -hmm. And so being close to them and being close to, you know, my friends and my family meant a lot to me. And then also, you know, with Coach Johnson being here and and then when Coach Day got the job and uh, just, just coming and when I was on my visits, you know, it, it made the decision really easy with those guys being here and uh, some of the guys who've played here uh, who are from Pickerington, you know, the Devon Hamiltons, Pat Elflines, mm -hmm. um, all those guys. So, I mean, it was a really, to me, it was a simple decision. When I was like a freshman in high school, I wanted to come in here mm -hmm. uh, right after I got the offer. But I say that the two biggest things was Coach Johnson being here and being close to my family, my friends, mm -hmm. didn't want to leave them. So for you guys growing up into Ohio, tell us a little bit of what it means growing up in Ohio, playing football here and watching the Buckeyes as a kid. Go ahead, Ken. Um, like he said, I mean, I just feel like growing up in Columbus, um, uh, in that era going into, especially like going into like the trestle ball era when I was like, what, I think trestle got hired and I was in like fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, going into that era really, was uh something crazy man like uh you gotta it's a it's like a no-brainer uh going to ohio state um <clears throat> the, the 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 craziest part about growing up in columbus and being an ohio state fan is that like you don't realize like the excellence and the standard that ohio state is is not like normal so it's like you're just watching you grow up and you like now that i'm a doll i'm like wow like teams don't win that much like teams don't like we were freaking out about losing this game and that game it's like everyone else team fucking sucks so uh <laughs> that was that was cool um and then yeah like you always want that offer to go there because i mean it's just like a it's like a it's like a certain prestige like a like a like a badge on your on your chest like when you can say that you played football at ohio state in the entire state of ohio so that's so, a <clears throat> so you being a PSAC legend, you were a re big recruit coming out of high school before you ended up at Cal. You were recruited by Ohio State a little bit early on in your career. What was that visit like and getting to meet Trestle and just going through that experience, having watched the Buckeyes your entire life and wanting to, you know, play there and being a fan of that team? Um, me and Jim Trestle was cool. Um, very family oriented. Um, like one of the few coaches where I just felt like, uh, he's always like talking to you, the person, um, and then just getting in, and then being in a Woody and cause like I went to all the Ohio state camps my entire life. So it's like from, um, from like first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, my entire technique, my entire mentality, my entire way that I've known to play the game was heavily influenced by me going to Ohio State football camps and being coached by their coaches from a child all the way through high school. So 
Um, and then to finally get to that point where I'm going to Nike Spark camps and I'm, and I'm getting recruited and I'm meeting the coaches and I'm going on visits, it's it was it was cool. So um, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. So, Mike, I mean, I feel like your story even just elaborates on that because, I mean, Cleveland isn't right there in Columbus, like where Cam grew up. But I'm pretty sure you have a similar story because, you know, the reach of Buckeye Nation extends all the way. It's nationwide, not even just through the state. So being up in Cleveland, a few hours away from Columbus, what type of impact did the program still have on you guys up there in Shaker Heights? <laughs> Correction. <laughs> <laughs> Michael never lived in Shaker Heights. Man, let's, let, it, man. let's get that uh corrected or whatever. But no, um, let them know where you're really from, where you started playing no, ball. Um I I grew up on the east side of Cleveland. If anybody know, like right off of the uh the interstate on Eddie Road, if anybody know, um I'm like right I was right around the corner from Glenville. Uh my dad went to Glenville, so I remember as a kid just going to the, the Glenville games, um, just always hearing about Glenville football. Like I could never I could never escape Glenville. I uh, thought I was gonna go there as a kid. My mom would not let me because she thought I would be in too many fights and stuff like that. But um uh where where it came for, you know, the Glenville in Ohio State was I would say just picked up with Troy and Ted again and just sitting there hearing my uncles always talking about it and then being able to go to one of the banquets that uh, Ted Ginn Sr. was at and spoke at. And then I watched Ted Ginn Jr. uh, uh, get his awards and he was being presented with uh, the Army All-American. And that's when it kind of like put things into perspective uh, for for me on how big Ohio State was and what it took to get there. Um, and, I mean, it, it, it's just – to me it's just crazy, you know, just watching how people from Cleveland, Ohio, uh, being – actually playing in the Senate League. Um, Glenville, if you played in the Senate League, you already knew Glenville was going to the playoffs. They did not play in Senate League championship games. Um my school was one of the teams that played in the Senate League Championship game because we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it was like forfeited over to us, you know, that we got that spot because Glenville would make the playoffs. I remember playing at Rose. I had some teammates who were – that we had to coach up because they were scared because it was Glenville. Like, Glenville had that type of chokehold over the city of Cleveland, especially in Cleveland Public Schools. But, I mean, those were the games that I, I love to play in. I got to play against the Ray Smalls. Those were the games that I wanted to show up and show out at because I knew it was scouts there. I knew everybody uh, was there. And their their stadium was always packed if you played at a Glenville game to the point where if your visitors can't fill up the visitor seats, they'll fill it up for you. <clears throat> yeah, man. And I, I do want to ask a, a question following that up. Um, well, first of all, we got 23 people in here. If you're in here, like the video, obviously let us know. And if you and if you play football like in Ohio, the video. Yeah, put your uh, experience <laughs> up some things growing up in Ohio and playing. We'll, we'll put that up here. But I, I do want to ask because it seems like a little bit of a, of a shift lately in, in quite pulling Ohio guys to Ohio State doesn't quite seem as easy as maybe it once was. If you grow up here, you're going to play here. Um, it seems like we got to recruit them a lot harder. Do you think your experience growing up 
and what Ohio State was accomplishing then and kind of what's going on now with the rivalry being back a little bit has changed the wave a little bit? Or do you think it still has that same pull as it had before when you were growing up playing about, we got to go to Ohio State? Um, Do you think that it's harder to recruit Ohio right now? Who's out? Who's who's beat us for recruits in Ohio? I'm, I'm not saying necessarily, but it seems like like it seems like back My in. Man, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I'm gonna keep it hundred. I'm gonna keep it hundred. I'm gonna keep it hundred. It's a little bit of like all a that Michigan bullshit. Life. All that Michigan bullshit is because of one motherfucker, and that's fucking Klinkscale. Once that motherfucker that he is what the reason why he has that foothold that that stronghold in Ohio because he's linked to Ted Ginn Senior and he's been growing he's he's from Ohio and he has mad relationships with all the kids in Ohio like but kids that we want until they start taking them I don't know man I I think that I still think that we're we're the number one destination for uh kids in Ohio and I don't really think Michigan is really a threat and and at to up in that until we fucking see it because yeah um we've seen teams win a couple big 10 championships on us and that didn't stop us from winning Ohio until those bums up north win a fucking championship and do something of merit and actually fucking put a class together and be able to recruit nationally they're not going to be an attractive destination over Ohio State especially for in-state kids because we're always going to have the roster and the talent to be able to win it all while they're going to fizzle out because they don't have fucking uh, athletes in space. So, so Cam did a good job of teasing our final topic of, you know, that potential pipeline leak with Bryce West and Aaron Scott potentially leaving the state of Ohio, and he touched on the clean scale thing. But before we move on to that, I want to ask you one thing about his experience as a Buckeye fan, not having played in Ohio, not having lived in Ohio. Can you feel the difference in something that you they talk about with the players alone, players that have played in Ohio, understand the rivalry different? When you talk to guys like Cam, Mike, Dez, Easy, guys that have grown up in Ohio, have played there, have been in the tradition from birth, can you feel that difference of just – They've lived it that much longer than us because me as a fan, my Ohio State fan, I mean, yours probably started a little bit earlier than mine. Mine started during my college search, and that's how I fell in love with the university and became such an Ohio State fan. But can you feel that difference just as a fan when you talk to other people in Ohio that have been next to this rivalry and have lived it in their entire life? Yeah, so um, obviously, I mean, I've been an Ohio State fan since a kid. I grew up playing in Northern Virginia. And then by the time I was in high school as a six-star recruit, you know, I had all the all the best colleges from around the nation trying to pull me in. And Ohio State was up on my list, but I decided to go in for journalism instead, which is how I ended up here. So <laughs> he, you know, ch- he turned Trestle down to be a part of Best Damn Media, and I, I'll be forever thankful. I'll wait for a beat writer to steal that. But um, but yeah, man, no, I I feel the difference because it was it was sort of like just not being in the state. Like I grew up loving Ohio state, but there was just so many different fan bases in that area that it, it was just like with your, for like, for me, when I talked to like Gabe, like back in the day when I was growing up, it was like, you become the best at Virginia you go to Virginia tech. I had a, um, I had a lot of guys from my high school go to Virginia tech. At least probably four or five that I can, I can remember that either went to Virginia tech or maybe another sec school, but that was kind of the pool there. Ohio State just seemed kind of so far away, even though it was a dream for me. It just it's a difference seeing it from you guys like that is what is expected. While in Virginia, it wasn't even really expected that you go to Virginia Tech, but it's just like there's no like set like 
we all want to grow up and go play for this school. It's kind of all over the place. And just seeing that central of like, all of us want to go to this particular school. And that's a tradition we grew up with. That's where our parents, you know, are fans of, or they went, or they've been, you know, or my grandfather went, he's been a fan of it for years. I can see the the major difference in that. So it was kind of all over the place where I was at, but that, that was my experience. And I could see the difference. So before we move on to the, the Glenville topic and really touch on the Bryce West uh, recruitment, I want to play one more video from the Tradition Talk where Marv talked about a little bit of his goals as a child and some of the things that he looked forward to growing up. And uh, I thought he had some interesting comments here. I want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Player, yeah. one moment that I've yet to get to that I really want to is the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. I'm playing Indy. I think this will be a special, special moment, special game for me yeah. to go back there and, you know, obviously watching my dad play so many times in that stadium. Yeah. And to go there and play in Indy, so that's one of the goals. That's probably the biggest goal I have this year. Let's make sure that happens. Yeah, it has to happen. All right. Good. So, were you guys surprised by those comments? Because that is not what I expected as far as the top of his goal list next year. But when you think about it, when you commit to Ohio State, these guys expect to go play in Indy and uh, be competing for the Big Ten Championship. And, I mean, if you haven't heard or been on Twitter and have lived under a rock, Michigan has won the last two Big Ten Championships, and they will not let you forget it. So, Marv has never had that opportunity, and I just want to know your guys' uh, thoughts on his comments there. Yeah, I'm not surprised to uh, hear him say that, man. Uh, who doesn't? And to be honest, I mean, that is a recruiting pitch for Ohio State. You get to go play in Indy where you're going to be doing the combine either. You get to be familiar with the track and, you know, all of that. That I mean, I don't blame him. And, you know, I like the, what Hardline followed it up with by saying, man, let's let's make sure that that happens, you know, so – I hope it happens for Marv, man. It'll be a blessing. Uh, I can see all the storylines being written. I can see the 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 mini thirty for thirties coming out now, man. Yeah, I'll follow Mike. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's not surprising. It's on his goal list, but it's something that really shouldn't be there because I mean the standard is to go play in the Big Ten. It was just a little odd that he never played there, and obviously didn't really think about the meaning of his dad having a long career there. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see that it's a, it's a little disappointing. I, I would say that made me a little sad. I went, man, this dude been here, you know, he's going into his third year. He ain't played there yet, and there's no necessarily guarantee that he's going to get to play there this year. So uh, hopefully, we can pull things together. And I do not want guys playing in Indianapolis in their first season in NFL. It's like, oh man, it's the first time I got to play here because that's just a <laughs> program. But that that's more so my thoughts on it. Cam. Um. I don't know. That was kind of funny to watch. I mean, when's the last time you heard an Ohio State player emphasize how like they're trying to get to Indy without a bin and it been to Indy yet? You know, like it's yeah. just like it's like oh, that's our goal. Like we're trying to get to Indy. We've been so used to just like that's what that's what we do. We go to the Big Six Championship. So to see Marv and a, and a player of his stature who's going to be a top three, top five pick, be like. I want to go to Indy. It's like kind of crazy. So what type of perspective did that give you guys? Did you guys have a pause and uh, like reflect and think maybe we're spoiled because we take going to Indy every year for granted or did it piss you off? Like we need to be in Indy every year. So like, what was your guys take on that? Did you think, was it a little bit of perspective of, wow, 
a step back of look what we've done in the last 20 years and what we've taken for granted and just assumed was a given just making it to that game or was it like no we are Ohio State and we fucking should be there every year we that is the standard there. I think yeah. we should be there that, like, we, that, that my, is the my, standard yeah like my thing is like the reason why we're not there is because of losses to our rival Michigan and I don't think that they are an equal program to us like I don't I don't think I don't think they're I I just I don't think they do anything better than us in that program. Like Ryan Day's turning our, our our stuff around and it's like when I see us lose to Michigan, I don't have that feeling that I have with like Alabama and like Clemson and like where it's just like damn like we were outplayed like that team's better than us. I just don't like, I feel like that's what's making it so fucking frustrating about not getting it, Indy. Like, if we were losing to a team where I'm like, damn, they got crazy athletes. They're be- they're fucking going to go win a natty. They're going to go do, like, shit that we would do in a playoff. That's fine. But, like, we're losing to a team <laughs> that we should be fucking beating their ass. And it's, like, right. frustrating because it's, like, you look at it like, I don't know. I'm going. I don't want to talk shit. Like, right. bro, like, bro, it just it makes me so mad. Like, bro, like, it's like we ain't been in Indy because of whack ass fucking Michigan. Bro. Yeah, bro. Oh. Some somebody called us, like, bro. Uh, you so better shape that defense bro. up, yo. No, Holy <laughs> shit, bro. They are yeah, so some, some, Somebody called this a, a microwave reaction, but. <laughs> somebody calls a microwave reaction. But Every time I'm talking about why, that, might have to be why we say. Bro, because hey, everything we say we say to them, bro. It's like, the program, man. It, it's... <laughs> we might have to make that a new segment on the show, oh, Microwave yeah. Reactions, where we give hot takes with zero perspective. Like, dudes never played in Indian. And, and, like, when we talk about the rivalry, like, I love when the rivalry is good and you go into that game with tension and you go into it with nerves because that's what college football is, is, is about. But to think, like, man, dudes might actually leave. Like, I could see missing one time and say, oh, I played Indianapolis twice. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my 40 career or whatever, like, that's a good rivalry. But to say I might never play in Indianapolis at all is a is a look in the mirror. And Gene Smith, look at yourself in the mirror. Ryan Day, look at yourself in the mirror. All those guys down the line, like, you have a dude whose dad played there. You might never play there. So that's, that's – There's just one game. Up. It's just one game. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, it's not one game because we didn't get a ticket. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see all, that, all that tweet going around was... this week on the timeline where it was like, uh, without Googling, <laughs> name, a, name a historic rivalry? They needed to put my picture up there with Gene Smith because the smoke is up and it's going to stay up with this man. <laughs> We got Bro, beef Robert with Gene, Gene and we're not Smith, letting bro. off until this yeah. nigga gets us a national championship, man. <laughs> you got to check in when you come to Columbus, man. They're going to see them people after you, bro. Right? They're going to have to fucking right. come yeah. find me. <laughs> 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 but before we get into this last topic, I uh, want to thank everybody in here. I see 30 people in here. Let's go smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel if this is your first time here. Um and make sure you go find that Discord link in the uh, description of the video and join our Discord. Come hang out with us in there. We do live content in there. Uh, we have a BDMG Hall of Fame where we have a timeline of some of the best moments and best damn media. Jump in there and check that out. So, But, yeah, we want to thank you guys all for pulling up today. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe to this. Uh, so this last topic, I know you guys all saw the graphic. Is there a leak in the Glenville pipeline? I know we've touched on Glenville a couple times today and a name that you keep hearing 
that's coming up is Bryce West. It's one of the biggest commitments, uh, a big battle between the Buckeyes and Michigan right now. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on uh, where we are in that recruitment and what it would mean if Michigan was really able to, you know, put a leak in that Glenville pipeline. 22 players from Glenville since 2002. So uh, it would kind of be an unprecedented loss for the Buckeyes and just want to get your guys' thoughts on what that would mean if someone were able to tap into that. Yeah, I want to hear Mike as the uh, Glenville philosopher. So, yeah, <laughs> Mike. I mean, I mean, the one thing that I never heard in Cleveland, definitely not on the east side of Cleveland, was about anybody bragging about going to Michigan, man. Uh, you know, that was almost – if you had to go there, that was like, you know, step down, right? Um uh, it would be it would be a huge loss for Ohio State. Uh, it would be a huge shift for Ohio State. I mean, I'm just thinking about like the past Glenville guys, man. You're talking about Troy Smith, Ted Ginn, uh, guys who made major impacts, Cardell Jones, Marshawn Lattimore. Look at everything that they did. Uh, Chris Worley was really good on the field. He was. Uh, he was uh, hammered with uh, injuries, though. You know, you had uh, Eric Smith was a was a hard hitting safety. I mean, just thinking about that, man. Those guys always make an impact, and the demeanor of the team is always different when they're on the field. Every single time, the demeanor you you talking about the the fight, the hunger, the the will, everything that we said that this team have been missing from the game. I feel like them Cleveland guys bring it on bring it every time. Um so I think it would be a huge blow to Ohio State for that demeanor to end up being on the other side of the rivalry. Yeah, I'll piggy off piggyback off of what Mike said. I mean it would be such a huge loss and to see him go to the team up north would just be, you know, insult to injury like uh, I just don't see how we can let them get away but I don't think we will um we've seen tons of talented people the legacy um with Glenfill and I don't think Taken Jr. is gonna let someone go there I know Klink's his guy but I mean a talent like Bryce West can't end up you know in Michigan I think this is one that the Buckeyes pull out uh we just saw Michigan get packed up twice yesterday uh but it doesn't look like they're getting Taylor Tatum um they missed out on the linebacker, so we're hoping the loss. Uh, they missed out on Boo Carter, so we're hoping this run of Michigan recruiting is over and they, you know, settle back to where they need to be. And Bryce West becomes a Buckeye like he should be. What about you, Kim? I had a. Uh, this is like the debate. You remember the debate I was having with um, uh, the Miami fans about like how we don't have the stars, but we have pedigree in Ohio. We have football pedigree. They don't understand that shit. But that's what we that's the lifeline of Ohio State is football pedigree kids that come from here, that grow up here, that play a certain style of ball here. And that is the identity of Ohio State football. And it's paramount to get the Bryce West and to get the Aaron Scotts and to get uh even like the Demarion Wittens, another guy that I know people are trying to say he's trending the Kentucky at tight end. Like getting those type of guys that are from the state of Ohio with putting that jersey on is important because I just think that that gives us a different um, identity on the field versus, you know, like 
the rest of the guys. I mean, even though we recruit nationally, that's great, but we need to keep the bloodline on a team, which is in-state guys from Ohio that um, represents the block O a different way. Real quick, before anyone else jumps in, I want to give a shout-out to Demario and Witten because he was going crazy at that Ohio State camp this week. I don't know if you saw his catch. Uh, Boo, the photographer, because they're like, did you see that crazy catch? I'm like, kind of, because you missed the ball in the shot, but you see this kid go up, and he goes out of frame and just comes back in in the frame with the ball and made a ridiculous catch. So shout-out him and uh, – whether he ends up a Buckeye or not, I think that kid's going to do big things, whether it's, you know, in the Scarlet and Gray or it's for the Wildcats. Oh, one more thing about that. Um, chat, the next couple years, 25, 26, 27, we're going to have some guys coming up in Ohio at a higher clip than we've been used to lately. So, um, and Not everybody I, can go to Ohio State. Yeah, I, I think that there's going to be – some end-state guys that's going to be difference makers to uh, get us over that over that hump. So, um, yeah. We don't what are your thoughts on this recruitment, Q? Um, yeah, like uh, kind of on, on the train of train what I've been saying. Um, I think this is a pivotal recruitment in a way of we don't really have the momentum right now on the field. And you do not want that to bleed into off the field. And like like y'all have been saying this whole time, like I'll I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe a Greenville guy will choose Michigan over Ohio State when I see it. But just looking at the um looking obviously at the play on the field, looking at the secondary play, that is making it more of a competition for him than I think would normally be had. So I mean, I think this is where Tim Walton, Perry Eliano, and Ryan Day can really earn their money here because like cam said there's guys coming down the pipeline and all it takes is one if, if bryce west was like oh i'm going to michigan and goes there and he balls out people are going to look at it and be like well bryce went there he turned into a first round pick or all american or you know one big 10 championships so you got to remember that if you want to hold this pipeline down it only takes one so they got their work cut out for them but I don't think he'll go to Michigan. Man, and Bryce West goes to Michigan, man. Chris, hey, Chris, we got to pull back up on senior, man. Check, <laughs> check the temperature out there, man. See what's going on over there, man. Because Mike Mike telling us that Michigan ain't even a thought in East Side Cleveland. So we're going to see. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't want to have to go. We don't have to go. We don't want to have to go see what went wrong in that recruitment. So. Hey, when I was growing up, you don't even say them words, man. Yeah. I, I remember my uncles, man, just sitting there anytime like like the game came on, bro. And like that's where I got the word Michigan from, bro, because they, they just kept calling them a bunch of bees, bro. <laughs> yep. So, Mike, you're you're the closest to Glenville, and I want to pitch this question to everyone. Who is your favorite player? In Buckeye history from Glenville. Man, it's gonna have to be uh Ted Ginn, man. Uh, cause I I I wa I grew up watching like Ted Ginn from from like when he was younger, all all like all the way. And I used to go, like I said, to the Glenville games, man. Like Ted Ginn, bro. And then just to watch how he left Cleveland like this skinny dude. And I remember being at a track at an indoor track meet, and then he just came in. All the girls was like running like uh, but he just was like, you could tell he had put on like that football body and everything, man. So yeah, oh. Ted Ginn was ask me, ask me, ask me, ask me. 
Cam, who is your favorite player from Glenville? Dante Hitner. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Top. When's the last time we had a top 10 pick at safety? That's what I want to know. That, is that bro, it? Bro. That's your stamp on that? Bro, just like, bro, Dante Hitner. Bro, he was the bro, he was the epitome of like, bro, that was an era when like motherfuckers was just coming to Ohio Stadium getting fucked up. And it was just normal. And it was just like, oh, another safety, Dante Hitner from Glenville coming down the alley, fucking somebody up. Pads is cracking. And it's like, we miss those days, bro. Like, we don't have the Dante Whitners no more and shit like that. So I miss watching that in Columbus. Like Dante. Whitner was a beast, bro. What about you? You know I like defense. What about you, Q? Uh, yeah, I'm at the still mics. I mean, it, it has to be Ted Ginn. I mean, I just remember um, this is early on, a little bit after I started watching the Buckeyes and just seeing the, the, the more skinny, fast dude that no one could catch. I'm like, man, I'm a, I'm a skinny, fast dude. Like, oh, I want to be like him. So, <laughs> man, the, the dynamic plays every time he touched the ball, it was like, Kind of like at that at that time, yeah. our next version of uh of Reggie Bush of like if he touched the ball, like you you have to watch. So nah man, I, I love watching Ted again, but I, I will give a big shout out to Troy Smith. Obviously, we did the space with Troy with Troy and got to ask him questions and, and have conversations with him and just his demeanor just gives me a feel of how you how you grow up and like what your demeanor coming out of that area. So definitely I was a big Troy Smith. If y'all remember that story that he told in the spaces, that's why my mom would not let me go to Glenville. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Mm-hmm. She was oh, hell bent on me not going. Yeah, but I mean, he he was he was a dude, man. It just it just I was a big fan before, but that may be even a, a bigger fan. So I, I will throw it because you have to. But I see some in the chat. Um, they throw it in there, guys. Mike Doss, you know, a lot a lot of big time guys from from over there. Yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, since I'm the young guy on the pod, uh, give my microwave Gen Z or take. My guy Cardell, I mean, he didn't come here to play school, and he still got his degree. <laughs> he got He's doing big things with the Schottensteins and the foundation. So I got to give a big ups to my guy Cardell, 12 gauge. Came in as the third string quarterback at one of us in Natty and was out there slinging the pillow around. So. I got to give a shout out to Glenville legend Cardell Jones, and that's how. The, that I'm how how does he do that, bro? Like, that's some legendary shit, bro. He got a degree as a part time student. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because that that comes up on the timeline all the time. I didn't come here to play school, and they always want to post that tweet. But my favorite picture is Cardell at graduation with that tweet on his cap. So, I mean, for a kid that said <laughs> that he wasn't coming here to play school, he did indeed play school. and he At ended some up, point, he played school. <laughs> at some point, he found time to play some school, and he got his degree, and, you know, Cardell's out there using his degree. So, shout out to him and, you know what I mean, putting on for Glenville. And, you know what I mean, it just shows that, like, coming to Ohio State, even, you know, he's had the success on the field. He's having success off the field. So, I mean, I think that's just another example for these kids to see what the success is and how that pipeline has continued. But oh, yeah. um, yeah. go ahead, NCAA back. I need them to put Tag in back in the game because I used to just run goes with Tag in NCAA. <laughs> nobody <laughs> was catching them, bro. Hey, nobody. Go, go as far as you can. <laughs> I think my cousins banned me from using Ohio State for that. 
<laughs> everybody was using Ohio State from using Troy Smith, Tay again. Then when Braxton Miller was on there, it was a wrap. Yeah, Braxton. What was Bra- Braxton? Was the last Buckeye quarterback that we had on bro, the game? Yeah, Real quick, be- bro. before we get out of here, which Buckeye quarterback? I mean, and obviously, this is a stupid question. We're all going to say the same thing. But if we, if you have a different answer in the chat, let us know. Which Buckeye quarterback that we haven't had on an NCA would you be most excited to play with when the game comes back? Oh, that's Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Cam. Justin Fields. Yeah. I don't know. I might be going crazy <laughs> with my boy Dewey and go uh, rerun history back and get my man. Or Chet Chuganoff. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, Tate Martell would have been fine. You just wouldn't have won the natty. Fourth quarter, you up 50, bro. Tate Martell You might have dropped out of school for having a girlfriend or something, but yeah, it'll be fine. That is what he did. Hey, and he's a hurricane. Shout out to the bad hatter. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We might have to jump on the Twitch and run through a Heisman campaign. Uh, hey, Gmo, get up. Heisman campaign and see and see if history should have been rewritten. Hey, Gmo, hey. I need you to pull some strings and get Tathan Martell on a uh, Buckeye uh, BS. Bro, bro, Gmo is the biggest hater. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Miami <laughs> legend. Get us tapped in, Gmo. Get us tapped in with bro, the greatest Gmo, Miami quarterback. Bro, Gmo don't know. Gmo, man. If I, if I wanted to play at Glenville, I could have played at Glenville. Got two cousins that played here, and me and Cam will be bringing y'all something on that uh, Glenville and how Glenville actually put guys D1 and stuff like that. We got a special guest coming for y'all, man. We're going to put that out soon. Oh, God. Just so y'all know. But, yeah, man, that was a banger. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up. Ryan, you got anything else? We good? No, yeah. I mean, if you want to take any questions in the chat, but if, uh, if there's no questions, you can get us out of here. Anyone have any questions in the chat? We'll give you guys a second. If um, if you have anything you want to ask us before we get out of here, a shameless plug real quick again. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Make sure you go into that description and uh, join the Discord. Pull up on us. We got a bunch of group chats in there, all kinds of college football fans. We got a special... Buckeye chat for all you Buckeyes in there. So once you're in the Discord, go ahead and message me, and I'll get you in that invite-only Buckeye chat. And, yeah, make sure you hop into Discord. We're going to be in there doing all kinds of cool different things this season, and that's going to be where our community lives this season. So uh, we hope to see you in there, and make sure you go ahead and uh, like this video and hop in the Discord queue. Get all us right. out of here. Well, then we got a, we got a couple questions in here. Let's oh, we do? Those. Dope. Yeah, so uh, Elf wants to ask, why did uh, Reggie um, – Reggie break his heart. He's talking about um, Reggie Powers. Reggie Powers. So, uh, yeah. He did go to Michigan State. Um, I mean, obviously, I, we're, we're still in the early stages. We just got a safety commit. So there's a lot of shuffling around, and they still want to get big fish. So I think they were trying to hold him off and maybe see if they had a spot for him later. But unfortunately, I did like him. I wish he came in and played at linebacker, and that was me. I want some linebackers that can run. But, um, yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> um, do y'all know anything about OVs this weekend? Any news on that? I believe Kid was concerned about someone not making an appearance on campus, but I believe he got word that he did appear for his visit. I don't know if uh, there's a big hat in the chat that might be able to chime in on that one, but uh, um, there was a there was a, a chance that uh, Miami might flip his decision uh, on coming to Columbus, but uh, that didn't happen. So um, 
he ended oh, up really? making it to Columbus. So um, that uh, chance of him flipping is uh, not uh, not a reality, Gmo. So thank you. Obvious went good. Uh, Kasai did emphasis on chance. <laughs> 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 Because I did want to know what player are you looking uh looking toward wait what player are you all looking toward to the most off the bench so I guess a I think player that was a type forward to the most um, uh, I mean obviously the person we want to see coming off that bench is, <laughs> uh, is CJ Hicks we want to see him off the bench more uh that's that's who I want to see um I, I want to see you know when we're in them passing downs actually competing for interceptions and, and PBUs, man. Uh, stop letting these guys catch things. And I just feel like he's that type of athlete that can do that. So, Yeah. Cool. I mind is uh, the return of Josh Proctor. I'm still on the island, baby. Josh hey, Proctor. me and Q. Flag <laughs> firmly pointed on Josh Proctor. Right, don't let me I'm out. Show wink left. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now we're a troll show. Sorry, y'all. Oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm still on the island. Um, oh. Miguel did ask any chances we land the edge for Maryland and Georgia. Talking about Dylan Stewart and um, Georgia's name is missing, but y'all know who we're talking about. Yeah, I don't um, know. I think that I think that one's gonna be a tough one to pull. Um, I'd love to see it. I feel uh, Larry's going to put his resume to the test with this one and see what he can pull off here. I want to yeah. see Hero Canoe get some reps. Yeah, NIL flowing, so I want to see. I want to see Hero Canoe get some reps at that uh, at that shade position. I think he's bro, special. Can't can't love him some Hero, man. I swear, bro. I, bro I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. This motherfucker is six five. He's the first one, and he's got a first step on him. Crate, like I'm telling you, bro. Watch, y'all ain't watched that spring game, bro. He was the MVP on defense. Yeah, he had six tackles, running niggas down, fucking three hundred eight, like big as hell. Look yeah, like, look like young Cam Hayward out there. Saying Costello needs some reps. I agree with that 100%. Just that I do love Hero Canuto. That's my dog, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all just let him slide that in. Look like a young Cam Hayward. This nigga ain't never played no, a I'm, snap. I'm, I'm, and I'm, this I'm, man I'm, just I'm, let I'm, that hey. slide. We've clearly been on this show far I'm too long. Bro. Bro. <laughs> young Cam Hayward out there, the way that he was running that shit down. I ain't seen my shade run shit down since shit. Anyways, Cam, where can they find you at, Cam? I know y'all Steelers fans. Get us out of here before Cam. (laughs) (laughs) Where where can the people find you at to continue this conversation, Cam? Yeah, the lies will be flowing in the Discord, so make sure you go join that. I want to hear Cam keep lying. We're getting out of here. Hold on, time out. When a lot, bro. Bunny got nose guard, six tackles, and two sacks. And how many snaps he played? Stop Y'all can playing. find me on the Discord. Uh, oh, make yeah, sure yeah. you uh, you guy. join Best Damn Media. Find me on Twitter, Instagram at 216 underscore wild boy. Um, Y'all trying to disrespect. <laughs> Y'all trying to disrespect. Y'all trying to disrespect hey. that young man. Y'all better hey. put some respect hey. on him. My- everybody talk about everybody else. Hero Canoe next. Right. <laughs> Fuck out of here. So my, my final plug, do not forget, boys is going to Minister Sports oh. tomorrow. We're yeah. in the big leagues. We've been on this fucking yeah. show for 50 minutes, and we're about – our boy Q is going up to the big leagues. Shout out to our boy Chris Drew plugging us. Yeah. Tell them about the big news, man. How 
how did we wait this long? Go ahead, tell him. Yeah. Tell him again. Nah, I wanted to plug that, but I let Cam get it, get his rant off. But yeah, so we are we are going to uh, Minnesota Sports tomorrow. It should be a very good time. And and Chris, it is on Juneteenth, so I might come in. Black I might History Year. Juneteenth in Black History Year. Black takeover on Minnesota. Hey, Chris Drew said he's bringing out the chains too. He said, "Power to the people." It's gonna be one of them, man. And he said he might have some drinks. So, y'all turn in, man. But also, (laughs) shout out out to these guys, man. We we are a team. We do this together without all of us. You know, we'll be putting together a good show and have that opportunity. So, I know they're going to be with me tomorrow. We're going to have a great time, man. I cannot wait. But, um, yeah. yeah. But if you do want to find me, I'll be on Men's Sports tomorrow. But also, City Boy (laughs) Clinton on Twitter. Find the Johnson on Instagram. Minor League Films here also on YouTube, do movies. So if you want my review of the black and English will be out today. But that's all that's all I got. Ron, what you got? Cute or Cam, did you go ahead and tell them? Uh yeah, you can find me at I Know Things 19. Um I'm not hard to find. You can find me in the Discord talking shit too at Truther. So that's it. Yeah, so yeah, again, uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe on this video. We appreciate you guys pulling up. We had a great time doing the show today. Uh, we want to keep doing more content like this in the Discord. We're here every Sunday at 10. You could find me at 2 underscore T-E-S, 2 T's on Twitter and uh, Twitch. You can find me at 2 Shiesty on TikTok. And, yeah, make sure that you hit that link in the Discord. Invite your friends. If you know people that like our content, Make sure that they're in there and, you know, come talk to the guys, get in the chat. And if you're a Buckeye fan, find me in the Discord and I'll get you in the private Buckeye chat. We appreciate you guys pulling up every Sunday at 10 Eastern for Buckeye BS. And we will see you guys next week. Now nah, we'll see you tomorrow. Pull up. Oh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow on Menace. Go watch Q tomorrow on Menace noon. Make sure you go see up for Q. <laughs> Pull up. Hey, Q, man, you better, hey, you better put that shit on, too. We oh, go team Black History Year. Hey, Chris Drew said he put his chains on. I want to see do-rags. I want to see handy bottles. I want to get my hair braided. I want y'all looking like Uncle Shay Shay on the show tomorrow. Hey, Q- Chris, hey, Chris Dude, bro, you know what time it is, man. I need y'all, I need y'all to come. Hey, man, I need y'all to come correct. Nigga. Chris doing the show for Acker, too, so you know he's bringing the vibes. <laughs> See you boys tomorrow in the chat on Menace. I better see everyone there. Appreciate you guys for pulling up. See you guys tomorrow. See you guys next Sunday. Thank you. Indiana like that cue.